Hello, all you listeners to Wave 94. Merry Christmas. This is Bill Harper coming to you again on Wave 94.1. And let's talk about celebrating Christmas. You know, I love putting up Christmas lights to celebrate. I love the little LEDs that have the crisp light. I go for those lasers and shine them up into the trees. You can make your oak trees in the front of your yard look like giant Christmas trees. And I love listening to Christian music heralding the arrival of the king and turning it up loud. Um, There's a song I'll talk about later entitled, What a Glorious Night by Sidewalk Prophets. That's a good one to turn it up loud. I sing along to them in the car. You don't want to be with me when I sing. It's not pretty, so that's why I sing uh, when I turn the music up real loud. And you know, whenever you get the Bing Crosby singing White Christmas, oh, please, no. I mean... That's like stale crackers uh, instead of the delicious feast awaiting us in heaven. So I just love to celebrate this season and look at the lights is special to me. You know, the other thing that we get into and perhaps get distracted by is all the shopping and all the gift giving and the we got to get it all, you know, all of that tangible stuff. Does it make you weary, the shopping, the hassles, the crowds? My wife, Debbie, gets very weary over all of that. Let's not forget the point of that. Long ago, after the king was born, and it's probably a couple years, three wise men, three magi, sought him. They brought gifts. I looked up the word magi, which is plural for the word magus, M-A-G-U-S, it translated as a seer or a wizard or a sage. Well, somehow these three magi knew that a king had been born. All throughout tradition and historical records, it talks about the three magi. But they were drawn to take a long journey. They were drawn to find this king of kings, an infant king, and fall down and worship him. But the gifts were just a footnote. They were not the point. Remember, the seeking and finding and worshiping was the point. Uh, In a way, celebrating him was the point. But the gifts were not the point. They were a footnote. They were a side item. Let's keep that in perspective as we go through this holiday season when the holiday shopping clouds your vision. The gifts are only a footnote. The worshiping and finding the king is the point. Interestingly, you know, the Magi, how did they know the Bethlehem star? Do you realize this year in 2020 uh, that Saturn and Jupiter will have a conjunction On the 21st of December 2020, the December solstice, the planets will line up and look like one brilliant star as Jupiter and Saturn come together. There was a great conjunction, and the last one was in May 2000, but you couldn't see it because the position in the sky. There was another great conjunction in 1623 when Galileo was all alive, but it was also hard to spot because it was too close to the sun. And... They say now, I got this off the internet, you have to go all the way back to just before dawn on the 4th of March, 1226, to see a closer alignment. So this is a very special 
conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter coming up on 21 December this year, and it will look like one brilliant star. Hmm. I wonder what the Magi was following, the brilliant star. Some say it could have been a supernova. It could have been the conjunction. But it's been a long time since Jupiter and Saturn were aligned. Hmm. I wonder what that means. You know, I, uh, I found also to be very interesting that when the king came, that night he was born, he revealed himself first to the low of low, the lowliest people, the shepherds. You know, back then the shepherds were, man, they were dirty. They lived in the fields. They were the very low-class citizens. Interestingly, uh, Joseph and Mary were not that much upper class either. So Jesus chose to be born by a lowly couple, and he chose to reveal himself first to the lowly class of shepherds. And he was born in a lowly manger, probably smelled like animals in a barn, right? And he was just humble. Everything was humble about the king, like washing dirty feet humble. There's a wonderful book I read a few years later entitled Eli, and the author was Bill Myers. And the guy's name was Eli Shepherd. And the byline that I share from Goodreads says, What if Jesus had not come until today? Who would follow him? Who would kill him? The plot goes that a a strange science fiction event hurls a TV journalist into another world exactly like ours, except for one detail in that Jesus Christ did not come 2,000 years ago, but today. What would it look like if Jesus came into this world today? Uh, the book features him born in the back of a motel laundry room, and this story told through the eyes of a journalist watches the gospel unfold as a messiah wearing a t-shirt and blue jeans does the same thing he heals people he raises them from the dead he speaks startling truths he captures the heart of a nation but it also earned him enemies as ruthless as they are powerful this book, Eli, by Bill Myers, is a really wonderful, intense, thought-provoking. Eli, the book, strips away religious tradition to present Jesus fresh and unvarnished. It's really a wonderful story. Bill Myers has weaved a wonderful story whose truth will refresh your faith. Jesus, a bit of an enigma, a story I can't always grasp the significance of him it's so big our savior what he's done for us is so big now you've heard me talk about the larger story before here and again john eldridge speaks of this in his book epic but we often sing stories and the christmas story is often told from a perspective uh, like uh, sing Away in a Manger, or the song Silent Night. But what really might have been taking place is a very dangerous mission, a great invasion. Jesus leading a daring raid into enemy territory to save the free world, but to also save humanity. Interestingly, in the retreats we would do, we would show the opening scenes of the movie Saving Private Ryan. The assault on Omaha Beach, oh, 
violent and bloody. And it may be closer to really the world at war, Jesus' invasion, than Away in a Manger, A Silent Night. You see, the byline for the movie Saving Private Ryan is the mission is a man. Now remember, when I say man, I don't mean male. I mean a member of humanity. The mission is a man or a woman. The mission is you. He came to save you. You know the parable about leave the 99 in Matthew 18. He says, if a man, the Bible says in Matthew 18, if a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, will he not leave the 99 on the hills and go look for the one? He's come to find you. He's come to find each and every one of us, but make it personal. It's you. The mission was a man. You see, in the midst of this great invasion, a great mission behind enemy lines, he's come to find us. It's also spoken of, of course, in Revelation 12, and talks about the dragon that stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth so that the dragon might devour her child the moment it was born. And she gave birth to a son, a male child, who will rule the nations with an iron scepter. And there was war in heaven. And you know the rest of the story. Michael and the angels fought, and Satan was defeated and cast down, but not destroyed. He was enraged at the woman and went off to make war against the rest of her offspring, those who obey God's commandments and hold to the testimony of Jesus. And although you may understand Revelation to be a prophetic book of the Bible, and it is, remember that it, right after Jesus' birth, Herod went to a town and slayed all the children in Bethlehem. What violence! What violence then! Remember, that may explain why life is so hard right now. We're living in Act 3, the battle for the heart. You were born into a world at war. If that sounds depressing, I want to bring you to the better part, the happy ending. You see, we haven't gotten to Act 4 yet. Act 4 is entitled, The Kingdom is Restored. And that's what I'm celebrating at Christmas. I'm celebrating the hope of the coming kingdom. I'm celebrating the arrival of the king in a person. This is a king with a capital K. This is a came as an infant king, and now he reigns and rules as the king of kings. And he's a person. He's a personal friend to me. I hope you can say that too. And if you don't know him, ask him to reveal himself. Ask him to be personal. Seek and find him. Let your kingdom come, Lord. Let your kingdom come. I found it to be interesting uh, reading the verse in John 27 that Jesus said, Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Are we afraid and troubled in these times? Yeah, honestly, I am sometimes. But then I take my eyes above the line and I seek the king and I listen to his words. But when he said those words in John 14, 27, that was immediately before the crucifixion, immediately before he was going to be put to death in a very terrible way. Remember, his followers at the time did not have the benefit of 2,000 years of the gospel. They had no idea what was coming. And it was going to be pretty bad in, in their eyes. 
So he said that right before a terrible thing. So let us remember that today, whatever is coming. He said, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. By the way, I'm a man in search of my heart. And so verses like this get my attention. Anyway, so after that happened, after he laid down his life for us, to their eyes, Jesus was laid in a tomb. He was buried like any other dead person. And family and friends mourned. The enemies rejoiced. Most of the world went on with business as usual. But then a resurrection happened. A resurrection to be followed later by the ascension. He came back. He was restored to them. This is the ultimate happy ending. You see, we will all be restored. All of creation will be restored. I am waiting on Act 4 when Jesus returns and the kingdom will be restored. And that's what I pray when I say, Lord, let your kingdom come. Oh, that's the hope. That's the joy. That's the celebration of Christmas right now, knowing that the king has come and knowing that the kingdom will be restored one day. That's my hope and that's my joy. So I'm going to leave you with this song, What a Glorious Night by Sidewalk Prophets. The lyrics go, I hear the angels singing hallelujah. Let the earth receive her king. I know that love has come. Sing it out. Jesus Christ is born. Merry Christmas to all you people out there. This is Bill Harper on Wave 94 FM. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid, and the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. The shepherds came to see the baby by his mother's side.